0: Greetings, you're listening to the audio version of Up the Waterfall. To see us and everything we talk about, be sure to check out the video version by visiting youtube.com slash Xanaland. Thank you for listening.
1: Well, now you got into this mess by going down a waterfall. Now, how would you suppose we could get them out of there?
0: By going up the waterfall.
1: That's right. Anything's possible in Disneyland. (laughs)
0: Welcome, friends, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Up the Waterfall with your hosts, Zanna and Scott Otis. Hello. Here we take a nostalgic tour up the waterfall of Disney parks, movies, books, and more with a present-day point of view. So we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey up the waterfall. Now, this is episode 32, which is happening right after Disneyland Park. Has turned sixty-five.
1: The big six-five.
0: Yes, it can now collect social security if <laughs> it wishes to, and it should probably apply for that because you know, it's not. I would think follow. so. Uh, so we may have missed the birthday on the dot, but we wanted to celebrate basically what makes Disneyland so amazing and why mm. we love Disneyland so much. Uh, I recently posted on Twitter, if you didn't see it, a post I had done for Disneyland's 60th birthday um, about the Disneyland difference, which I really should revisit at some point. Maybe I will when I do this. That
1: was a phenomenal post. (laughs) I highly recommend you all take a look at that.
0: Uh, Thank you. Well, it's five years later, and now we're doing a (laughs) podcast. So we are going to share just to keep it fun and light because it could go on for three hours, I'm sure. Um, Probably. (laughs) So we're going to do our top five reasons we love Disneyland.
1: Top five each. Or top five total. Top
0: five each, which will become <laughs> 10, but maybe 30. not because no. I only did five. I know you do always do extra, so. I do. Some of ours <laughs> may be the same. I'm sure. There's only so much you can love about Disneyland.
1: No, there is not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with that said, do you want me to go first and jump yes. right in here? Well,
1: okay. Ladies first. <laughs> Beauty b- b- before dumb. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um... I debated going in order, like ending up with the number one reason, you know, like the best reason. Okay. Or not. But I don't want to save this thing for the end. So I'm just going to go like best. I, ha- I have
1: no order on mine, so we'll see to how it goes. Best least best,
0: because they're all good, I guess. <laughs> um, so my number one is basically just the history itself, the history Ooh, of the park. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Which encompasses many different things you know it it was a park of firsts as you know the first theme park outside of knott's berry farm i guess we can debate that later
1: (laughs) i would call it the first but
0: um designed you know from walt's mind for the most part of course the imagineers came up with the way things worked and Mm -hmm. how things came to life but walt walked the park and walt stayed above the firehouse and uh It definitely has a different feel because of that that was one of the things I mentioned in my article was you know I didn't visit until 2011 you grew up there so you have a different kind of feel for it because of that I think Um, but even though I did not visit until 2011 I instantly fell in love because it encompasses all of that backstory and history and you know there's there's little tales around every corner and little stories. and
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I have quite a few books that actually show a lot of the photographs from, like, the um, construction of Disneyland. And it's just so unique because it's, other than, there are a couple of photos of Walt on the Florida property, uh, but there's just so many photos of Walt at Disneyland. And, and you can literally stand in the places that he stood, you, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be during construction or, you know, he had... A good eleven years that uh, he yeah. lived with that park, and just so many uh, really great photographs of him just at little places that you could go and you could recreate those photos. And yeah, if you wanted to.
0: And despite you know the changes over the years, and certainly even landscaping has changed over the years, so much of it is still the same. Oh yeah, that it does just have that instant nostalgia feel, no matter how old you are or when you first came to the park.
1: That's right. And uh, I'm actually currently reading a a book on the construction of Disneyland called uh, Disney's Land that you had actually given me for Christmas. And uh, so it's just really—it's a great book that actually talks about uh, the kind of the creation of Disneyland, and it's just so neat, you know, seeing all the the cast of characters that we all know, uh, the Imagineers that you know Walt's animators that he turned into Imagineers to create Disneyland, uh, and just to see all of the things that that took place to essentially create the land that we know and love today. And so it's it's a lot of fun, just you know, being able to you know to know that I've been. To those places that are talked about and where so much history has happened, so that's a good one.
0: Yeah, was that on your list?
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it actually might have taken up uh, three different ones. Oh well, that's that's okay.
0: (laughs) Well, then we've just knocked you know an hour and a half off of our recording time. Well,
1: (laughs) I'll find a way. (laughs) Uh, The one, the one I'll start off with is um, oh gosh, there's so many. Uh I'll talk about the attractions.
0: Hmm, okay.
1: The uh, a lot of the attractions are very uh unique to Disneyland or if they're not unique to Disneyland, a lot of times they are better. They're better. yes. <laughs> that was it's, on
0: my list too. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, it's fine.
1: Um I wouldn't say that's always the case, but for the most part it is. I mean, everyone knows, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. The original is is just beyond anything that they have here in Florida. Um, the Space Mountain is, you know, with the, the new, especially the new Space Mountain with its, uh, I'll get to that.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: You were showing me your Storybook Land Canal Boat shirt, which is honestly one of my all-time, I, our all-time favorite attractions yes, there. and I should
0: have brought Monstro up here. I left him downstairs. Oh, darn no. It. Oh, well, well. you have Monstro. That's true.
1: Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, gosh, my mind is in so many places right now. I was talking about Space Mountain, how the, you know, the tracks are made out of butter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're so smooth. Um, but yeah, so many unique attractions like the Storybook Land Canal Boats, the uh, Casey Jr. Circus Train. Um,
0: Alice golly. in Wonderland.
1: Yeah, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I would say Pinocchio's Daring Journey, but they did add that in uh, Tokyo. It actually opened the day before the one at Disneyland opened. But In, even just the... Indiana there, Jones. Oh, yeah. Which Indiana is recent Jones recent as
0: far as, you know, the rest of the rides go, but still a classic.
1: Uh, and, But, uh, yeah, even just... Even the history of, of some of the old-time um, attractions, whether it be Adventure Through Inner Space or the Mine Train Through Nature's Wonderland... Um, and the iconic Disneyland Railroad, the kind of the, yes. the attraction that really started the whole park. Um, everything, every attraction there is just so, it, you know, just gives you that feeling like, wow, I'm here. I'm, yeah, I'm for home. sure.
0: And I think things like um, the Autopia. Oh my gosh! Yes. Give you a chance to see the monorail going by and things like that and the people mover track the fact that the people mover track is still there oh, yeah, yeah. is just you know a chance to tell the stories of the park and how it was in the past and if you don't know them if you're coming there you know blind to the history you can certainly ask someone and that just starts a conversation that's about right yeah I mean the, park's just history. the
1: whole land on the move that, that started with the 67 uh, opening of, of that new Tomorrowland. yeah with the submarine voyage and the, you know, the people mover,
0: yeah.
1: Autopia, and monorail. the
0: monorail itself. Oh is, yeah, and the know, Skyway, an attraction. the
1: Skyway that you would go through the Matterhorn. Yes,
0: mm. I miss that sadly. Ah, uh,
1: so many, so many good things. So yeah, uh, I would say the attractions of Disneyland, and I know all of the other parks, of course, have their own attractions, and a lot of them are very unique mm. to their mm. park. But to me, the the Disneyland set of attractions to me is like tops
0: yeah for sure it's always a good reason to go there. and like you said there's some that are the same here that are better in Disneyland mm-hmm. like Peter Pan and Pirates oh my gosh what's the one that some people like oh the Haunted Mansion the Haunted Fair. Mansion
1: I actually love the exterior of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland better but the ride itself is slightly better at I Disney like World
0: it at Disneyland oh,
1: I do too it's just really short compared to the other one but um but it, it it does have the unique the haunted mansion. Yes. I mean the uh the nightmare before christmas. Yeah. overlay
0: That's true. to
1: make it completely unique.
0: And I think the big thunder mountain is better there also.
1: At Disneyland? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally <laughs> forgot that one.
0: Oh, and it's a small world. <gasps> oh, it is gosh. completely different, which I've heard arguments our friend Matt prefers the one here because it's uh
1: because the water, the water is, is everywhere all yeah
0: where which i didn't never even like uh, stopped i stopped like to realize that. that until he mentioned that that it's just in disneyland it's, it's just you're the, in a, ca- in a the canal. canal that yeah. you're in the boat and then the rest is dry mm-hmm. which makes more sense because that came from the world's fair that's right um i'm sure that was easier to make happen and then at disney world they had More space and more time to figure everything out, but I still think it's better in Disneyland. I know you have a favorite in Hong Kong. Hong
1: Kong to me is actually they have even plused the one Mm. at Disneyland. But Mm -hmm. if you if you count the exterior building of Disneyland's, you know to me that even makes it better than all of the others. Yeah, because that's so. You can have shows on it. The whole Mary Blair theme right there. Mm.
0: Good times. And the train that goes
1: right through it too. Yeah,
0: super (laughs) fun. Um, okay. Well, then my second one, it's kind of like we sort of talked about it already, but I separated it. It's um, okay. And I'm saying atmosphere. Because when you walk in oh, yeah. to the park, uh, it's just, it's hard to describe. And I know, you know, to non-Disney people, we sound like crazy people that a place can be so important and have such an impact on you and like i keep saying i wasn't there till 2011 and it still had this like incredible impact on me i think because it is smaller it feels more compact and like concentrated like the magic is concentrated and the minute you walk under the train station it's just like your eyes are opened and Everything is, it's similar to Magic Kingdom and walking down Main Street, but it's different. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think this might have something to do with that my heart is made out of charcoal. <laughs> but I don't get that feeling when I'm at Disney World. Maybe I've just been here so many times, but it is totally unique to me at Disneyland.
0: No, I agree. I, I still get the feeling at Disney World here, if I haven't gone here in a long time. I definitely do at Epcot. I don't know if I would now because it's kind of a mess with construction walls. Right. But just walking up and seeing Spaceship Earth still does that That's for me. True. That's especially true. Especially if they have the right background music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I guess it, it just has to do with the history and you know. The, and it's there's a lot more to the Main Street. There's little nooks and crannies and things that just... Um, <laughs> Make it so unique and special, and you know, you've got the music going, you've got the sense of the park, like sense things cooking and whatnot. Oh yeah, and the, the sense they pipe in as well. um And I think the layout of the park contributes to that too. Like there's, you know, the bottleneck in Adventureland, which I've heard that they've improved upon. We haven't been there in a well, you've been there before. I've been there last year. Yeah. Yeah. And Has it? improved at all the bottleneck i haven't
1: noticed any difference okay
0: well i mean that's what makes it a fun little oh yeah
1: it's the smallest land of any park anywhere but it's so it's so packed full of things and that is the thing like what you were saying about it being so compact and all of the magic being concentrated you're right and and there there are certain things of course that may not um thematically match because of that. Like I remember there was one time when I was at the interventions building and I could see uh, the uh, sailing ship Columbia mm, from there. Yeah. But to me, that is part of of the magic of that place. Yeah, it, it may have seemed out of place when I was supposed to be in Tomorrowland and I was seeing a sailing ship from the you know late same 1700s. <laughs> but to me, that was part of the magic of Disneyland. Uh, being able to... Go from say Space Mountain to the back of Critter Country within you know five ten minutes. Yeah, that that's awesome, and and all of the the themes that you would uh, go through to do that. Uh, to me, that's part of how special that uh, Disneyland is. So, no, that's a good
0: one. Yeah. All right, your turn.
1: And I think you might have <laughs> taken two more off of my list with wow. that because a lot of them are. Uh, combined like that. So I might have to touch upon these a little bit This is why we had to make
0: a list, because I knew you would oh, yeah. have 20 books full. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I'll go somewhere that's completely different than anything else. And gosh, this is probably going to be on your list too. I was going to say the very uh, the unique foods <laughs> of Disneyland. That's is that on your one. list? I'm going
0: to be done. <laughs> <it>. Next turn. <laughs> 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 that's okay. We can make it top five or... Well, I I have extras and
1: and you'll be able to touch upon those. But yeah, Disneyland, unlike all the other parks, has so many amazing great foods. And I am, of course, going to start with the quintessential corn dog on Main Street, the little red wagon that cannot be touched from anywhere else. It's the size of a small child's arm. It's, uh, and it's, and it's, you know, the sweet batter and the, just the excellent dog inside, dip it in. I prefer ketchup, but uh, I've never gotten one at ca- at the Corn Castle in California corn Adventure. As a
0: result of you doing that, I never have either. And so I never will. I cannot compare the two. I will only
1: get it at the Little Red Wagon because it just tastes better from there. But I've only touched upon one, and there's so many more. Well, I was uh, just going
0: to say I do miss a, a Disneyland corn dog. They need to make a vegan one.
1: <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, there's the Bengal barbecue uh, skewers. The, um, even the churros are better there. They actually make them fresh instead of frozen
0: yeah.
1: uh, from here. Tigger um, tail. The tiggertails tails. <laughs> um,
0: gosh. Uh, you've forgotten the Matterhorn macaroon. The
1: Macaron matterhoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Matterhorn macaroon. Oh, my gosh.
0: At one point, you bought, I think, a dozen, maybe a baker's dozen oh, yeah. of those to take home on one of our it's trips.
1: always fun to be able to photograph that one with the, the big Matterhorn in of the background. Of course. I
0: think that's required by law. Uh, you
1: know, with the icy slopes of the majestic Matterhorn, with Hans and Otto scaling them. <laughs> Actually, I remember one time I even took a photograph of little gummy bears uh, posing as Hans and Otto, that they were scaling the little Matterhorn <laughs> macaroon.
0: Mm. Uh, And I'm
1: sure I'm forgetting. There's a new um, steam buns in Adventureland that you haven't even tried
0: yet. I haven't. But I do love a good vegan gumbo in a bread bowl. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes. I mean. The gumbo in a bread
0: bowl. Yeah. uh, That's so good. And they have chowder for people that have chowder. uh, And I think there's like a beef stew one or something, too. But the gumbo is vegan. So. Yeah. And and just even
1: the ice cream on Main Street. To me, that um, at the Gibson Girl Mm. is better than any ice cream anywhere.
0: I think um, my first visit to Disneyland, that's one of the things that struck me so much was how good the (laughs) counter service (laughs) food was. And the fact that for the table service food, for the most part, back then when I went, you didn't need a reservation. Like they didn't have the ADR system. Like you could call and make a reservation if you really wanted to. But then it quickly changed. Yeah. for things like uh Carnation Cafe. And which. that's
1: really the only one that we have to yeah. make sure to get.
0: Um, um I think Blue Bayou probably needs a reservation too, but we haven't done probably, that yet. Probably. Yeah. Cuz it's like so pricey for what you get and you can get yeah. most of the same food I think food it's at mostly the atmosphere. Cafe Orleans, so. Yes. That's been our go-to. But league. like,
1: oh, there's just so many great things and I'm sure there's uh, probably 20 30 things uh different snacks and things that i haven't even yeah so about.
0: you'll have to leave a comment with your favorite disneyland food item if we miss yeah
1: it. i mean i love eating at disneyland so much is um i often find myself uh, find myself having like four or five meals on a particular day just because <laughs> there's so many great options
0: <laughs> yes including the the corn dog appetizer yeah and the oh,
1: Rancho I, del Zocalo.
0: I forgot the mint julep, which I know you don't care for, because it I tastes do, like toothpaste for yeah, you. Yeah,
1: but I do but like they have the, different flavors uh, the, now, the beignets that they have <clears throat> there.
0: Oh, the beignets. Ah. So good. And these things are unique for the most part. I mean, <laughs> you can get beignets at Port Orleans here when it opens back up. Um, I, I mean, I guess it's just because the size here is so much larger. They can't really do the quality control that they can do. Yeah. At Disneyland. But, I mean, it's it's pretty crowded there, too. It is. And yet <laughs> they, they uh, keep up the quality of their food and <sighs> the options. There's so many different options. Anyway, we could go on on that forever.
1: I think we should. That, <laughs> should, that could be a whole show.
0: Yes. Top 27 Disneyland food items. But what
1: about the other 27? Mm. <laughs> oh, is it
0: my turn again? I guess. Oh, dear. Well, I only have one left. Well, so no. I oh. can elaborate on yours, I'm sure. It's fine. No one's keeping track anyway. <laughs> Except Christian, I guess, because he has to, I don't know, do something with him. Um, for me, I wrote down location, meaning not necessarily A- Anaheim, California, but just the fact that here you could walk to the contemporary, I guess, if you wanted to. You could walk to the TTC Soon you'll be able to walk to the Grand Floridian because they're doing, I that's mean, not right. walk to the TTC. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Walk from Although the TTC. Although they did used to, to sell a walking
1: Polynesian. pass from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom a long time ago.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, um, go ahead. But the fact that you can, you know, walk from, if you're staying on property, or even if you're not, like staying on Harbor Boulevard or the other one that I've never stayed on that side um, Catella. Catella, I guess. Oh,
1: there's Catella, there's Disneyland Drive. Ball Road and Harbor.
0: The the bus loop thing.
1: That is Harbor Boulevard. Okay,
0: so I'm thinking of Catella then. That's where we usually stay on that side, or I have in the past. Anyway, (laughs) you can walk to Disneyland and California Adventure, and you can walk from Disneyland to California Adventure from Disneyland, and you can walk to Downtown Disney and back. There's been so many times that we've visited in you know the past whatever nine years that. We've been like, oh, I forgot this in the hotel room. And we just, it's not that big. I mean, it's a pain still, but you can walk back and forth and it's not the end of the world. That's right. And I know that, you know, Walt said, here we have the blessing of size. But I love that it's so close together there. Compact. And that's one of the charming little.
1: And I would say like probably nine times out of ten of our personal trips we've literally you know gone to the airport we've gone you know from the airport to our hotel whether it be the disneyland hotel or california uh, grand californian or one of the little uh, hotels that's spotted around there and we don't need to rent a rental car yeah. we are basically at the place that we're going to be for the entirety of our trip yeah. and from all of that is walking uh, and even during the d23 expo you can. It's right there. The Anaheim Convention Center is right on the other side of California Adventure. I mean, Adventure. they couldn't
0: have planned that better. Yeah.
1: And so, yes, you do get a workout on your feet. Uh, but to me, that's fun. That's awesome. Uh, just everything being right there. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you can get fast passes from in between the two different parks and basically hop between yeah. the two all the time. Just going back and forth. It's great.
0: And I think touching back on the actual anaheim location i think that is also a fun factor to disneyland because of where it was located it became a locals park and it wasn't like yes people visit from all over and certainly in recent years as we've mentioned on here a few times they've marketed it as a destination and gotten a lot more people to go and with galaxy's edge and you know doing things that are kind of trying to assimilate the parks so that everyone can get the same experience um <laughs> it's been a lot more crowded yes uh so it'll be interesting to see after all of this terrible covid situation passes if changes are made to make it into a smaller uh crowd that you know yeah. they let in i don't know i think
1: Yeah, (laughs) that ship might have already sailed. Yeah. Um, just because the word is out,
0: I guess Disneyland
1: is great. Um, That's true. People love it,
0: but it is still traditionally a locals' park, which we've never really been able to claim here because we've had so many international visitors and yeah, and people from all over the country, etc. So, and it's so huge, it just has a different feel. That's right. And now I'm done, good night.
1: You're not, <laughs> we can t- talk about more uh, mine too. Um, some of the things that I had on my list that that uh, some of your early ones, where they combined some wine. let me just go to some of those. Uh, I had so many benchmarks in theme parks. Yes. You had included that in your, in your first one. And that, um, yeah, you had mentioned this is the first theme park. Um, in addition to that, though, there, there were a lot of um, new, th- you know, I would say audio animatronics um, that you know, a lot that the attractions that Walt brought from the World's Fair from '63 and uh, sorry '64 and '65 the you know like human audio animatronics, uh, just different ways of moving people through attractions, including the boats of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and It's a Small World to the, the Omni-Mover. Omnimover. That's right. Um, that can be seen in the Haunted Mansion and formerly in the Adventure Through Inner Space, as well as um, several other ones. Yeah, there's just so many different innovations that have taken place that make it the kind of the quintessential theme park. Um, you know, that's where they had great moments with Abraham Lincoln.
0: <laughs> yes, Mr. Lincoln to you.
1: That's right. <laughs> great. That's right. I forgot the only mister's there are Mr. Smee, Mr. Lincoln, and Mr. Toad. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so that you had touched upon that one with your history one. I had it separated, but that's okay. you have anything to add on that?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I already didn't say.
1: I also included um, a separate one on my list was Walt's Personal Touch, which we had also touched upon um, there. So I guess mine were two. Uh, I guess I... <laughs> yeah Put we already did menus. that one um, and then I had said a different one is so many great nooks and crannies uh, and unique places to be um, we touched upon that one already in a, in a previous one but I'm going to continue with that one um, because there's a couple of really very unique places um, within Disneyland that just are really just cool um, like as I mentioned the back corner of Critter Country nobody goes back there it's well, they
0: might if they've listened to our top whatever scenic spots that's in right. Disney parks because that's in there.
1: And it was on our wedding invitations as well. Yes, exactly. The, um, which is very close to the exit of the uh, the Winnie the Pooh attraction. Right as you're exiting off there, right before you go into that little gift shop where the Tigger tails can be found, that little waterfall. Yes. But also just like right uh, next to uh, the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Just being able to s- uh, sit there and like hear all of the people know, Screaming as they're going through and hearing the Herald, yes, herald. the abominable snowman <laughs> from there, kind of roaring his way through f- Fantasyland, as well as just like standing next to the uh, submarine lagoon and watching mm-hmm. the oh submarines yeah. go by. It.
0: And I love taking the monorails ahead,
1: the overhead. monorail
0: to see everything. Not that oh that's a nook God. or cranny, but still. Oh, yeah, but it's uh, all part of it. New Orleans Square has some great ones oh of gosh. those as well. Yes. Uh, we lost. The Court of Angels, yeah, of course, to make Club Thirty Three. But there's still, you know, throughout those shops, there's some fun little yeah places.
1: And even like the um where Red Rockets Pizza Port is, yeah. like in the back seating area, you can see it's kind of like where the entrance to Space Mountain is. You can see the um the old track of the People Mover yeah. from over there, and just kind of the way like. There used to be a restaurant, you know, as you're walking up to go to that s- oh, uh, yeah. Space Mountain. That that actually used to be a separate restaurant, the Space Place. And I do
0: remember you saying that.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of very unique things like that. Um, but whether it be on Main Street,
0: I love the fact that uh, when they built the bridge over the Pirates entrance, oh, yeah. so you have that option to go that way, but then you can go down. This way, if you're going to so the waterfront, where front. the um, whatever that pancake house, what is that called? It's Riverboat Terrace, something like the that. River Bell Terrace. River Bell <laughs> Terrace. Sorry, it's been too long <laughs> since I that's didn't. okay. Um, I love that little area. Oh yeah, and how, and then the landing beyond that, Lafitte's Landing. And, of course, uh, Tom Sawyer Island or whatever it's called over there now. <laughs>
1: it's, yeah, Tom Sawyer Island, but it's got a pirate's pirate, layer on it. Pirate's um, lair. But, yeah, it's the kind of the meeting, the conflagration of three different lands. Adventureland, yeah. New Orleans Square, and Frontierland all meet up there. And just hearing that, uh, you know, the Dixieland or whatever other the live music is going on. Oh, yeah. Which
0: I just and saw just photos watching. of ours from... Oh, yeah. I guess three years ago when that was the first time oh. I went to Tom Sawyer Island there uh, I finally made the trek over and that's we they were there. over there playing, that's right. just singing and I was like oh my gosh that's such a <laughs> like that's I forgot to, I'm adding that to my list
1: it's on my list <laughs> but you can have it <laughs>
0: oh okay well not not necessarily live entertainment but oh. the fact that people are just roaming around like you're walking through the castle and there's Peter Pan just hanging out Yep. and he's not moving he's not like and there's not a line that instantly forms and attacks him it's like people know this is Disneyland and this is just how we do it and it can happen I have so many photos of like the Mad Hatter and Alice just meandering through Casey's (laughs) corner I mean not Casey's corner Casey Jr. (laughs) and going to the carousel I have Mary Poppins on the carousel (laughs) And the pearly band and, you know, all of this stuff that it happens here in Magic Kingdom, but not, not quite as that often. Way. And the character interaction definitely so does not They have so much freedom happen. to
1: just do yeah. whatever, just like, to entertain That folks. is one
0: of the main Disneyland differences yeah. is the fact that, you know, you just never know what's going to appear. And one time we actually were sitting in the Riverbell Terrace And there was kind of a battle of the bootstrappers with another (laughs) entertainment group. I don't even remember who it was now. But it was funny to see, like, who was going to win out the turf war. I think the bootstrappers won. I can't remember. How could they not? I know. They are pirates, after all. Um, So, so yeah.
1: No, I'll, I'll (laughs) I'll allow it but yeah it's that and like things that can happen right in front of the uh the golden horseshoe saloon yeah some impromptu shows happening right there um yeah things as you mentioned on tom Sawyer island it's it's just incredible yeah and i love it
0: (laughs) and we also have main street vehicles there we didn't mention that either
1: Yes, it seems as though Main Street vehicles at Disney World, they might I think they have like a thirty minute window every day where yeah. they where they might throw a horse drawn <laughs> streetcar on there yes. and that's it. At Disneyland, they have the fire engine, the omnibus, the horse drawn streetcar, the horseless carriage, and the uh, the jitney.
0: Mm-hmm. Right at,
1: <laughs> at like all times of the day. It seems it's crazy. And yeah, I love especially like at the at the beginning of the day when everyone's going up Main Street. I always go, walk up Main Street and then I take a Main Street vehicle back yeah. <laughs> so I can have it all to myself <laughs> and then go back up and up and back several times it just because like it's you. it's so unique and and fun.
0: It is. And if you want to experience that if you've never been there, we highly recommend listening to Walt Disney Presents Disneyland or whatever that album is. I'll link to it. Um, which is available on like Apple Music and stuff like that and he just takes you through mm. it's that al- old album mm-hmm. And he's like narrating like this is Main Street USA <laughs> And then like all of those vehicles are happening in the background and you can hear the old <laughs> calliope or whatever That's n- right yep. and, uh, and then Adventureland which the music I love for that which you can hear in the f- what Adventureland Adventure Tower in Disneyland yep. Hotel um, so, yes. yeah, it's a whole, a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I need to add that to But that really puts too. you in the mood if you want to visit oh Disneyland in your mind, definitely.
1: Yes, actually, uh, when they released the the 50th anniversary of Disneyland, the um, they had a six-CD set. They included a record of mm. that, um, which was actually, I think, might have been the first time I'd ever heard that. And it's just phenomenal.
0: It so. is. It's a... <murr> Definitely <laughs> on repeat when we go on our oh, yeah. trips we listen to that a lot
1: <laughs> probably too much no it but never yeah, gets old. never too much
0: do you have any more left or no i
1: i do oh, it's it's fun how we incorporated the uh, the fun characters into that <laughs> one though that was good um i want to save that one for last uh, i was going to add the great live entertainment of disneyland yes that was on there too and we touched upon that as well but even just like the uh, At the French Market, that, you know, that, that yeah. Dixieland band mm-hmm. that they have and there. And, the, of course, the Dapper Dans on Main Street.
0: Yes, the Firehouse Five plus two. Do they still?
1: <laughs> they don't do those particular ones anymore.
0: No. But um, I was going to say. There's so
1: many great ones like that, though.
0: Does Tiana sing with them now in the Dixieland band? She one? does, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if I was just making that up or... I
1: don't know if she sings, but she's definitely there. She might sing. I think she knows It might she just
0: does. be a singer. Yeah. <laughs> it might not it be Tiana. Be. I, um, did, I
1: seem to remember though the last time I was there, she was there.
0: And they have that cool stage, which I don't think moves anymore. I think they did away with that. But the one in Tomorrowland that used to come up from the ground? Yep. Does that still do that? Or it, do they finally I think
1: it's it still... Is able to, but I don't, I have not seen them do that Mm. in a while.
0: And they used to have, like, crazy, like, 80s nights and, like, ska night and stuff like that (laughs) there. Um, Because, again, it was, like, a locals part.
1: Yeah. And then also at the Carnation Gardens where they would have the dancing. I know they've kind of turned that into a, they have a a live show with them. Fantasy
0: Fair or something.
1: Yeah. With uh, Where they retell beauty the story of Beauty and the Beast As well as Tangled But I think they're able to still convert that Into like a dancing thing That they do on Friday and Saturday nights No?
0: I don't think it's there I think they do mm. it in downtown Disney where well, I that thought they stage did is? And I
1: thought they brought it back But oh. maybe you're right
0: I haven't heard anything about it Maybe swing dancing is finally Not in fashion anymore I don't know Oh it's always in fashion We'll have to research Disneyland. that And get back to you. <laughs>
1: But yeah, just uh, so many great things, and of course that does um, include the 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 characters that you mentioned. Because I was thinking of like Red, the new Red character from oh, Pirates right. of the Caribbean, yes. along we with Jack Sparrow. It. Yes. And, and there was kind we of some rode interplay between the two of them. From
0: Tom Sawyer Island with Jack Sparrow one time.
1: Yes, we did, and he uh, did not just stand there. He, I think he climbed up to the top of the uh, the little angular thing mm. right there. <laughs> He's a pirate, and he does things his own way.
0: Yes, indeed. Ah,
1: uh, but yeah.
0: What's next?
1: Okay, uh, and then of course, and I did include parts of this before, but I was going to say the sounds of Disneyland, and of course, I was thinking about the uh, the Matterhorn, which I had already mentioned before, <laughs> but even just the the clang clang of the bells on on the uh, the. The horse-drawn streetcar, the clip-clop of their feet going up and down the
0: street. The monorail horn. Oh, it's just horn. A click,
1: click, click, click. And, of course, yeah, the monorail horn right as it goes over that part of the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> I guess that's just where they mm-hmm. yes. do that. I love that. Yeah, because it's predictable. But just everything, and especially over at the Rivers of America, just being able to hear, like, the steamboat and the... And the turning of the paddle wheel
0: Yes (laughs) And And also the pre-show Over at the Tiki Room You can hear that when you're walking by And stuff like that And then you're like oh I want to go in there Because it's so good And
1: then you need to get a
0: Dole Whip Yes That's right (sighs) Dole Whip Check my Instagram for a photo from there That's right
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh there's so many great things Okay I'll check that off um, I was also going to include one of the cool things about Disneyland. And this might be personal to me. Is that it was it was my original? It was my first Disney park. It's where I grew up.
0: No, it was mine too.
1: That was your first
0: <laughs> Disney <laughs> no, park. Just kidding. That is personal to you. <laughs> but it's <laughs>
1: no. But it's great though that even though it wasn't your first, it still has become. Very special. And what if, probably if even I went there favorite. the
0: first time and I didn't like it? We might not even be together.
1: Oh, we definitely would not <laughs> be together. <laughs> but I was also not really worried about that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Disneyland. I mean, we have. I was told before I went that I wasn't gonna like it because it was so small, and uh, they were very wrong. The people that told me that. So there are people later that
1: later you're gonna have to tell me who told you that because wow.
0: I don't remember. It was a lot of people. Because I was like, it's my first Shame time, up. and they were like, "Oh, you're you're not gonna be disappointed." And
1: like the people who like say the
0: castle's so tiny, <laughs> it is tiny. It A is tiny, pinky.
1: but like I grew up with that, and so when I go yes. to Disney World, which is now where I live, <laughs> that castle, Cinderella Castle, just seems so garishly big.
0: And now it's garishly pink. Oh, that's right. But we haven't seen Kinda it in like person.
1: Disneyland's. So. It's pink. big
0: pinky, now.
1: There it is, right here. Not so pink on all of these books. No, because it used to
0: be it was like grey when it first happened, right? Or it was pink and then it was grey. Yeah, there's
1: I have books here that show all of the the castles over the years where you can see the different pinks and greys and I'll have to take a look. Yeah. But it definitely it became little pinky as you said, and (laughs) and now we have a big pinky. Yes. But anyway. (laughs) But yeah, this is it's you know, my first visit was on my fourth birthday in eighteen for in the, in the early 70s, 74. Uh,
0: yeah. And you were just dropped off and let go. No, right? that's the truth.
1: <laughs> I know. I grew up going to Disneyland. My mother would drop me off there on her way to work. I was probably eight, nine, ten at the time. I would go there all the time during the summer. I can't
0: imagine doing that. And yeah, I, I would up hang in out. The 80s. I And
1: I, w- I didn't even go with friends because I d- didn't have any friends then. I didn't, sorry. (laughs) I would go to Disneyland alone. Sometimes I would go with one or two of my sisters, but I would always ditch them Mm. because I wanted to be alone. But yeah, I would hang out at Disneyland alone at age 9, 10, and 11. That's just how I grew up. But it became very special to me, just being able, the independence of a Mm -hmm. small child, being able to go around.
0: The good old days.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I think they actually have now included rules that where you can't do that.
0: Yeah, so you have to be, I I think... think
1: 14. You have to... uh, Anyone younger than 11 has to be with somebody who's 14 or older. I think it's like that.
0: I don't know why seven was in my head for some reason, but that doesn't make sense because who would let a seven-year-old run free? Exactly.
1: (laughs) Now, I might not have been able to drive my own Autopia car. And I, I don't know, maybe I probably could have by that time. Who knows? But...
0: You probably were tall.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I was. So, yeah.
1: But, yeah, that, to me. Does
0: that wrap up your list? Not at all, because I've
1: actually since added a few. Uh, I was going to say holidays at Disneyland are completely unlike anything. Remember Viva Navidad?
0: Yes, I do, but that's at a different park. Well, (laughs) it's still at Disneyland. Disneyland Resort.
1: Disneyland Resort. Registered trademark. But even just the, oh, gosh, the twinkling lights in the trees on yes, Main Street. I know. In front of the castle. With the, and so, yeah, when nighttime, and that's a totally different thing. I just turned holidays into nighttime because <laughs> nighttime at Disneyland is a whole separate thing.
0: That is. Yeah, it really is extra magical then.
1: Yeah, I actually did not, uh, sorry, going back to the holidays thing. I, when I grew up going to Disneyland, I didn't really go during Christmas time. I don't know why. We just never did. Um, And so when I went with you uh, that time, that your first time for the Christmas season, I believe that was also my first time.
0: Wow. In my 40s. That was my birthday. Yeah. Getaway.
1: That was a great trip.
0: I think I turned 40. That's what it was for, right? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) They all run together, but yes. <sighs> Holidays are very fun there, extra magical, as is nighttime.
1: Yeah, I really love nighttime there because all the crowds go away and you have the place practically to yourself and all the twinkling lights. And here's just on the main thing street
0: and everywhere else. We did not mention, but also the weather oh. makes it so much more enjoyable because it, it does get hot there, especially when you go like in July or August, yeah. like right in the peak usually when expo is happening yes. it, there can be some scorcher heat
1: waves yeah the the first destination d that had the scavenger hunt the scavenger hunt was on like a 110 degree mm-hmm. day it was Crazy. nuts absolutely nuts but for the most part you're right the weather there is phenomenal for the most part it just does not rain there <laughs> yes we were there on one day on our last on your last trip when it did rain on the final day and it was almost kinda hmm. kind of miserable
0: i blocked it out
1: well that's good That's how great, and and that's, and I remembered then, like, I don't think I've really ever been to Disneyland on a day when it's rained, (laughs) and that's why they're able to have a lot of outdoor attractions um, without any cover, is because rain is so rare there, and, and and yeah, for the most part, the weather there is just very pleasant, and I like how it gets cool in the evenings.
0: That's what I was just going to say, is even when it's really hot. And you have the heat waves going on. Once the sun sets, oh, it's yeah. like hoodie weather.
1: Yeah. And it gets to the point where you probably really want to have like a hoodie or a jacket or mm-hmm. something. And I, I remember a lot of times I'm stuck there without any of those <laughs> things. And so it gets kind of nippy, but I always like that. And being able to ride something like the Matterhorn where the wind's going through your face <laughs> and and you're like really cold.
0: Yes. It's still
1: very special. Um, I was also going to say the hotels there you know, they don't have as many, but the Disneyland Hotel and the Grand Californian are just great.
0: Yes, we talked about those in our hotels ranked episodes. Yes. So okay. listen to that one for more discussion on.
1: <laughs> okay, and so I will now get to the one that is that I saved for last, okay and that is the everlasting diversity and beauty of the park. It's just so darn pretty.
0: <laughs> it is <laughs>
1: like the little uh, wildflowers that they have growing around Matterhorn. Yes. And even that area at the end of uh, that little special back corner of the Critter Country that mm-hmm. we've talked about. Everything, I mean, and it's just so diverse. Because as I mentioned, like when you're on Tom Sawyer Island, it's uh, has that old Western feel with the a uh, lot of the um, pine trees and mm-hmm. things like that that they built that the new section of the railroad that when they added galaxy's edge and those new areas over there the diversity of that landscape is mm. just it's just really cool to see uh, kind of you because know, now they have the rivers of America where it's kind of um, has four different rivers um, all around America, including the Rio Grande, the Colorado, and a couple others, the Mississippi, of course. Um, but just they have a lot of the uh, diversity over there um, of landscaping. It's just very yeah. cool to see.
0: And all around the Matterhorn, those plants that they have are ones that you would find in like a Swiss oh, yeah. environment, kind of very like Alpsy.
1: Yeah, and a lot of that is thanks to uh, Bill Evans yes. uh, Waltz, and actually, he wrote this book, the Disneyland World of Flowers, um, that actually is a very detailed book about the planting, uh, about why he chose the plants that he did uh, in that go around Disneyland, mm-hmm. and it's really just very neat. But it's it show it shows the different landscaping things that they do all around each land, exactly and And how like
0: bamboo trees in adventureland and palm trees and all that fun stuff
1: yeah it's because like they're able to because like jungle cruise and main street are like just feet apart but when you're on main street you don't know that because of all of the the lush vegetation that they have over there that blocks any all. It doesn't block all the sounds because you can still hear that the humming of the engines (laughs) of the uh, jungle cruise boat and and an occasional like a lion call or something like that. But that's part of the magic, as we've described before. Yes. Um, But yeah, the the place is just so beautiful, and even as like as you're exiting um, Indiana Jones adventure coming out of that cave into that place where you can see the Jungle Cruise and all of that and how lush that is. Mm -hmm. And you walk a few steps uh, into that Frontierland and New Orleans Square area, and it's just different. And because the park is now as old as it is, the trees have really grown in. And if you sit back and you look at just like, wow, that tree is huge. (laughs) It didn't used to be that way.
0: Yeah. Well, um, some of them got so big they took them out, and now they're in Tony Baxter's yard, right?
1: The ones they put in Tony Baxter's yard were from the hub mm. because they wanted to free up the space so that people could see the fireworks, I believe. But, yeah, he also did take a few of the other trees. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the trees have grown to be too big. That I guess they've taken those out. But, like, the, the whole idea of the berm...
0: Yeah, at Disneyland, that was one of the things that amazed me when I first. Yeah, went.
1: and if you take the the Disneyland railroad around, you can see the berm in doing its thing. It's essentially like a t- twenty thirty feet high, and there are now trees that have just grown out of the sides of that thing. That's uh, what's that so literally blocks out the outside world.
0: When you take the monorail, like the full oh, circle, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you go and you're just like going by, and there's like. A chili's or whatever, (laughs) you know, that you can see, and you're like, wow. But it really does, when you're inside the park, it really does help to transport you from wherever they Um, want to.
1: Yeah, they're unable to uh, really kind of block that out when you're taking the monorail trip. So it it can be kind of stark. Because when you hop on the monorail in the Tomorrowland station, that's pretty much the first thing that you do is you exit the park. Mm -hmm. And so that can be a stark contrast to everything that you're enjoying, you know, you're in the middle of your fun day at Disneyland, and then, boom, you're instantly taken out of that and see all of this just for that small stretch along Harbor Boulevard before they take you into a small stretch of the California Adventure and then the Grand Californian Hotel, and you're back into the Disney bubble, if you will. Yes. Yeah, Mm. all of this is just fun and really makes me want to go back.
0: I know, me too, but we can't right now even if we wanted to
1: uh, <laughs> really
0: yes it is not currently open it celebrated its birthday alone
1: well I don't think it was really alone I think we all celebrated it was in our <laughs> hearts at the time <laughs> yes, right Definitely. and so may, it may have physically been alone but it was within each and every one of us
0: correct so those were our top reasons for why we love Disneyland. It might
1: have been 12 or 13, but yeah. Yeah,
0: we'll have to count up how many, but (laughs) I think we're still going to say top five and people can just shake their fist at us. Yeah. If they're mad we went on for so long. Which we Um, tend to do. We're going to start a new (laughs) segment, if you will, on every episode, a little trivia corner. Oh, wow. Have you uh, come up with something (laughs) for that? (laughs) No, I assigned that to you.
1: Wait, what? Oh, okay. I can come up with something real quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just a little, a fun little uh, bit, tidbit of trivia.
1: All right, I'll try that. This one, uh, today's trivia nugget, if you will, <laughs> won't be too difficult. Um, but it basically deals with the the World's Fair attractions that came to Disneyland. Um, as I mentioned earlier in this show, um, Walt Disney did four Four um, attractions at the New York World's Fair: uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, the Ford Magic Skyway, um, the Carousel of Progress, or Progress Land as it was called then, and It's a Small World. And eventually, brought all four of those to the park, and and also that um, introduced a lot of new technologies to the park, like human audio animatronics, or as I mentioned before, the boats. Um, from it's a small world as a new way of uh, transporting a great amount of people throughout uh, an attraction, but also the Omni mover um, that was part of Ford Magic Skyway as a way to um, yes have a lot of throughput, but also be able to direct the um, the show by positioning its the guests in a particular way by here's what we want you to see by essentially doing that and having kind of a full 360 mm. um, motion so that they can kind of sh- tell you what to see but so my trivia question is this what was the first attraction at Disneyland that featured this brand new Omnimover system and what were the vehicles appropriately called do you know
0: yes so, yeah,
1: today's wasn't so difficult. <laughs> but uh, So we'll have the,
0: the answer next week, or do you want to yeah. say it now? No, we're going to have it next week. Okay. So um. you can comment with your guesses either on the YouTube video or our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Xanaland. You can tweet us. Uh, all of that information will be wherever you are listening or watching this. So you can find all of that out. And you can always head to xanaland.com because I do a blog post for every episode and that has all of our info and you can comment there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And speaking of new and exciting things, (gasps) we're actually going to be starting a live show. Ooh! Because we deal so much in history and, you know, we do a lot of top tens because it just makes it easier to flow through things. Um, But most of the stuff we talk about is in the past. Um, But there's still a lot of things going on that we might like to discuss. And we might like to discuss them with you. (gasps) Yes. I don't know which camera to look into. Um, (laughs) Uh, I don't (laughs) know. But we thought it would be fun to get, you know, some more interaction with people and hear from folks. And I know there's a lot of live shows out there to choose from. um, But we're going to throw ours up on Monday so we can discuss all of the things that happened the previous week and perhaps over the weekend. Um, and it'll be a fun precursor to when the show comes out, which is now going to be on Wednesdays. Okay. So I'm excited. stay tuned for more information on that. Um, make sure you're liking and subscribing and setting up notifications so you know when we're announcing this and when it's going to go live. Yeah. And uh, make sure you're following Xanaland on Facebook because that's probably the best way to get the notification. I'm pretty sure we're going to be doing it live on Facebook. I have to check with my producer. <laughs> we might be doing multiple things that broadcast it different places at the same time. That would be fun. So everyone can join in yeah. if you're not a Facebook person. Uh, so, yeah, that's a fun little thing that I look forward to i'm excited for that me too (laughs) get to see us be awkward live uh without any editing so Uh that'll be fun but again we thank you for listening and liking and subscribing and giving us a rating on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts giving us a thumbs up it really does help to get the word out and and let people know that we exist and we're <laughs> we're ready to tell you more tales yes
1: from i'm excited to do that
0: disney past and present very so fun thank you again for joining us up the waterfall
1: that's right anything's possible at disneyland <laughs>